Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray this message helps you connect to God as you find your place, reveal your purpose, and unlock your potential. Let's head live to Pastor Chris for today's powerful message. I, um, I really felt like we're getting in position for what God has for us, and, and I want to talk about this today. Some of you know we, we haven't visited this in a while, and I think it's really important that we go back and sometimes visit some of the things that we need to be talking about on a consistent, and um, I'll kind of tell you how I got here with this. I was, um, God's been gracious to us to let us kind of travel a little bit and having you guys, and it's been awesome, and we got in a really busy um, travel season, and I was going a lot of places, it was kind of cool, because you kind of get the pulse people and where people are at, and it really touched my heart because I was like, man, I've seen a lot of really good people believe in God for stuff, but I felt like, man, ministering to them, like, a lot of them didn't have the faith to receive what it was they were believing God for, and it kind of was bothersome because I felt like, man, I, I, don't, I don't want you to think that time is going to change anything, because I think a lot of people think time changes, changes stuff. Time doesn't change anything. Faith changes time, and... I'm not like saying like, oh, we don't know what we're doing, but this faith thing really became a challenge for me because I was like, I knew what Hebrews 11.1 said, faith is the substance of things, hope for us, evidence of things not seen. We understand that the, you know, elders got a good report because of their faith talk, and we understood that the world was framed by words. But it wasn't enough for me to understand what faith really was. And then I seen a really lot, a whole bunch, of really great, sincere, God-loving people waiting to get stuff from God. But just by the talk and 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 the and the posture, I knew they didn't have the faith to receive what they were talking about. Not because I was so spiritually there, I just knew that faith faith has to be found before you're ever going to receive anything from God. And then I started really getting kind of nervous about it because I was like, man, these people are believing God for big things, and I don't know if the exchange is there because faith is the currency of heaven. And it kind of really started challenging my thinking to be like, well, what do I think about faith? Do I even know really what this is? You know? Kind of like, you know, faith is a substance, things hope for evidence, things not seen. What's that mean? And this is what really got me nervous not in a bad way, but I was like, well, if faith is where we get exchanged from God, how come we can't clearly identify it? So how do I know whether I'm in it or not? And then the snowball starts going, you know, like you're starting to think like, what did God say about it? And what do we see? And a lot of times we've been indoctrinated by, I don't know what, and we really need to find out what Jesus said about things, not what we think about things. You know, we kind of sometimes pick up some bad habits, per se, because we take secondhand information, but where did that truth even get established from? And then I started, like, digging in the Word and say, well, what did Jesus say about faith? And then I really, really took myself to the level of God knows where in my head. I said... How come we can't clearly identify this stuff? So how would you know if you're in it or not? So I started asking questions like, are you in faith today? I went places all over. Are you in faith today? Yeah. Everybody's going to say, yeah, well, how do you know? How do you really know? Because if you can't clearly identify it, you don't know. You think you are. Well, faith is you believe you receive when you pray. No, it ain't. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not seen. No, it ain't. You're waiting for something to change, but you don't have the right currency. So I said, all right, here we go. This isn't on you. This was on me. I said, discover what it is and make it simple. Tear it apart. Rip your theology apart. 
Rip apart everything you heard. Who cares what you heard? I don't really care what anybody said. I want to know what you said about it. And I left my opinion out of it, and I searched the word of God to find out. Because these were the things that got me nervous, and I'm going to show them to you. You write every one of them down, and you're going to see what I'm talking about, and I'm going to make it simple for you because I do not want to complicate this. I want you to walk away with victory in this. I looked at Hebrews. Well, let's just do this. Let's look at Hebrews 11.1 1, just real quick. We'll go slow, Ange. We'll show it to him. We'll show it to him in the King James, and then I'll show it to you in the Amplified, and then I'll break this down. By the time you leave here today, you're going to know what it is. And then every, every single Sunday, right, we're going to keep building off this. What do I do with it? How do I release it? Where's it developed? How do I maintain it? How do I contain it? How do I release this stuff? How do I walk by this? How do I receive it? It's a bunch of stuff, right? Because look at 11.1, okay? Now faith is what? Substance of things hoped for. Now let me explain something to you. Hope is found in the word of God, okay? Now you got to listen today. You got to really, really fight for revelation. Hope is confident expectation with joyful anticipation. That's what hope is. Hope is found from the word of God. You got a problem in life. You got a situation in life. You got something going on and you go, man, doctor said this. You know, this is counselor saying that. The money is saying this. Life is saying this. The kids are saying, no, stop. Hope for your future is found in the word of God. Okay? Hope is an anchor of the soul. Hope is found in the word of God. Without hope, faith's got no target. Okay? Hope, faith is now. What's the biggest problem with most people's faith? It's future tense. No, it's now. If it ain't now, it ain't faith. Hope is future tense. If it's going to happen, then guess what? You ain't in faith yet. Got to get the tense right. We'll talk about that as we go on. Let's just get beliefs figured out, faith figured out, stuff figured out. Let's just look at the Bible, okay? So don't, don't, you got to have to think in here. I'm going to grind your mind. I'm going to make you, I'm going to make you renew your mind. This is like work today. This ain't going to be like a picnic. Picnic's later. It works now. Yeah, you like this. You like to grind. You're going to like it, okay? If you like, I just want God to do it. No, God ain't doing nothing without your faith. Now faith is the substance of, you know why? Because faith was the way you got saved, and faith is the key for you receiving what you need to receive from God. You got that? So read it real slow. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not seen. So faith doesn't work in the seen realm. Faith works in the unseen realm. So stop looking in the seen realm to tell me whether your faith is working or not. It doesn't work here. So that's a billion-dollar nugget for a lot of you because I did it too. Where is it? What do you care? What is it? When it shows up, faith finished it. If you don't see it, you're in faith. Good. You don't want to see it till it shows up. If faith works in the unseen realm, why are you looking in the seen realm to tell me whether it's working or not? Romans 3.27, don't go there, it says faith is a law. It has, it, has, it, has, it has perimeters that it works with. Like gravity's a law. You understand this? So faith is a law means just like electricity's got laws. So if you use it right, warm your house, put the air, do this, do that, cook your food, blah, 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 wire it wrong, touch it, you die. If you don't have your faith wired right, it ain't going to work. There's laws of it that work the same way all the time. These are the laws. Faith works in the unseen realm, not the seen realm. So why are you looking in the seen realm to tell me whether your faith is working or not? That's not a good emotional place for you to go because if you look in the seen realm, all you're going to see is disappointment because faith don't work there. Because you're not supposed to walk by sight. You're supposed to walk by faith. Oh, I'm getting this now. I'm starting to see this. It, it, it materializes from another dimension. Yes, it does. We understand that the world was framed by words. So faith must be released through thinking, saying, and doing. I'm going to show you how to do that. That's what you do. Think, say, and do. Problem is this. You got to see this a long time ago. I, so when I started peeling this thing apart, you ever go fishing and get like knots in your line? It's miserable, Right? That's what, I, that's what I thought this was. Seriously, that's how I saw this. 
Like, you know, we go fishing, sometimes it does that, and you're like, darn, man, and you're like pulling the string, and as you pull this string, this gets tighter, and you do this, and you're trying to just, I thought that was my faith. I'm pulling it apart. I'm trying to get this, why do I think this, and why do I believe that? Why this, and why that, and where does faith? And then I started asking God. I said, God, where's faith? Where's faith? Where's faith? I asked God for two months, where's faith? Two months, two months, I kept asking him, I said, where's faith? I think about it, I said, where's faith? Where does this work? He said, and one day, I mean, I was walking, I was walking in the living room at the house, and he said, faith is two places. I said, wait a minute. He said, faith is two places. That's your problem. I said, what do you mean? Wait, wait a minute. I knew it was in the Bible. I didn't know where. Romans 10. Faith is in the heart and faith is in the mouth. I said, I got it. Faith is in the heart and faith is in the mouth. Faith is in the heart and faith is in the mouth. Faith ain't one place. It's two places. The only way to move mountains is you got to get faith in your heart to come out of your mouth. Well, faith is two places. I got to learn how to develop it into one place and release it from the other. So you got to learn these principles. That's the laws of it. When God hit me, when he said, faith is two places, faith is two places. It's in your heart. It's in your mouth. And he said something first. He said, it's first in your heart, and then it's in your mouth. And that's why it's important to say. We'll get to say down the road. Faith is two places. in the heart and in the mouth. I got news for you. Mark chapter 4, this thing started coming together. And then I got it. I said, Mark chapter 4 says, immediately when you hear the word of God, it's sown in your heart. But that ain't enough. It ain't enough. Because once you hear it, it doesn't mean it's developed. It means it's in seed form, and after seed has been meditated on, seed needs to be released. So you gotta, you got to understand the principles of what? Meditation. Because it's not really solidified into you until you've come into agreement with it. That's not fancy words. Let me just explain it. I don't want to get like act weird and you don't get it. Here's what it is. You never had a faith problem a day in your life, guys. You had a rejection problem. You didn't accept what you heard to be truth. You rejected it. You want to know why you rejected it? You didn't understand how it could work with the problem so big you were facing. So don't be down on yourself. You didn't have a faith problem. You just had a rejection problem. You know what I'm saying? You got a big doctor who says this, and you're looking at this, and how, what's this going to do? Buy stripes, I'm healed. What's it going to do with this doctor report, man? I understand. I've been there. Oh, I, all my needs are met according to his riches and glory. Yeah, well, great. I need $7 million. I've been there. I got guys call up. You know what I'm saying, man. I'm like, oh, I got to pray. I don't even tell them sometimes. They got me quaking in my knees, and I just got to believe. Oh, I know. Oh, God said he could restore, and I got this messed up mess. How are you going to restore this mess? Look, man, I know what happens. My problem's so big. The word of God looks so small. How in the world is that little seed going to change my future? Simple. You got to know what to do with it. Jesus likened the word of God in the seed. He said, the kingdom of heaven is such a man should take a seed and put it in his heart and plant it in the ground. This is how it works. But you can't put a demand. You ever plant something in the backyard? You can't put a demand on a thing for six weeks. Something's got to grow. That's the laws of it. You're going to learn all this stuff, okay? So this is what got me, okay, because we've been on faith all month. Let's look at these. Let's look and see what Jesus said, okay? Everybody all right? So you know, you know I'm helping you. Where was my problem? I was a rejecter. Why was I a rejecter? Faith comes by and hearing by the word of God. What happens when you hear it? You got to either accept or reject. Just because you hear it doesn't mean faith stays. If you hear it, it looks too impossible. Guess what you become? A rejecter. Guess what happens when you become a rejecter? If faith ain't now, it ain't faith. You got to hear again. Faith comes as soon as you, once you hear, faith comes. But what are you going to do when you hear? You got to what? Too soon. You can't speak it. Hasn't been accepted yet. You got to accept it and what? Incubate it. Now, how do you establish it? Two or three witnesses. You got to have more truth. See, I'm going to rip all this stuff. Say it, say it. Oh, God, I wanted to slap somebody with that one. Keep saying it. Remember that? Say it and 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 say it. How long you got to keep saying it till we do something? You young guys don't understand this stuff because this is what I'm saying. I'm not being weird. What do you mean they told you to say it? Because truth is not established by repetitiveness. 
Truth is established by multiple sources of knowledge. Do you understand that? Multiple sources of knowledge. Give me some scriptures about what you're believing God for. Now, let me explain something to you. Most people don't want to do this. They just want to live status quo life. That's okay. If you don't want to do it, you don't have to. But if you want to get from A to B, but don't do this, trust me, this is going to get you real nice. You're going to love me after this one. Don't go to God and go, hey, God, what did you do? Because if this one ain't on God, it's on you. I knew it was going to get quiet with that. Yeah, because until you know the law. All right, watch this. Chris and these guys, the electrician, he gets mad at me, right? Because every once in a while, I got a little project at the house. So then one day, I thought I was a hot shot, and I did the thing. You know what I mean? And I didn't know what I was doing. And I wasn't going to go in there and shut all those breakers off and try to figure this out. It was a nightmare. I just said, put the thing. I did the thing, right? He's like, stop touching stuff. I said, yes. I'm not touching nothing big because I don't understand the laws of electricity. Are you here? Now, if me as a ding-dong would have just started touching stuff and got zapped, whose fault would that be? Mine. I do not know the laws of electricity. That was on me. Don't, don't go meddling where you don't know. You can't be playing. Oh, my God. FPL. I'm so mad at them. What's wrong with these nitwits? Why is this thing like this? Ain't got nothing to do with FPL. I didn't understand the laws of electricity, and because of it, I got zapped. Hello? So you can't look at God and go, I'm just mad at God. No, he put laws in the book. If you don't know the laws, that's not on him. It's on you. Learn the laws and operate within them, and you will get the same results every time. That got me excited. Because if, like gravity, it's a law, which it is, because Romans said it is, then if I don't understand the laws of faith, I understand how to work and operate this stuff. That got me happy. Because it works the same every single time, because God does not lie or change. Come on, this should get you excited now. Now you're like, all right, let's find out what this is, okay? Look what he said. Now this is what got me. Look at Hebrews 11.6. You all right? Well, what in the heaven does it say about faith? Without faith, it is what? It's so I, so my, write this now. My faith and your faith pleases God. Without faith, you can't please him. Faith, faith, well, well, faith is simply what you believe. Faith is simply what you expect. Faith is simply, faith is receiving promises from God. The Bible says faith pleases God. I don't know about you, but if you want to please God, you got to have faith. So if I don't know what faith is and I cannot clearly identify it, how do I know I'm pleasing God? Okay, you don't like that one? Look at the next one. Now the just shall live by, but if any man draw back, my soul had no pleasure. So now you please God with faith, and you what? Live by faith. So this thing isn't just receive promises from God. I, I live by faith. I please God with faith. Look at the next one. You're going to love this. I'm supposed to walk by faith. How in the heaven do I know if I'm walking by faith? If I don't know what faith is, is faith like some kind of walk? Come on, guys. It's, it's a system. You see what I'm saying? We need to walk by faith. We're supposed to live by faith. My faith pleases God. But you cannot clearly identify whether you're in faith or not. All right, you don't like that one? Look at the next one. And above all, take what? Now I'm protecting myself with faith. Who in the heaven knew that faith was a shield? What do you mean the shield taking the shield of faith where you were able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one? Hey, who's the wicked one? The devil. And he's shooting arrows at you all day long. And if you don't pick up the shield of faith and quench those fiery darts, you ever, what's that, 300? Wasn't that that movie? It's gory. Don't watch it. But I like it, man, you know. You're like, I, I watched it because I thought it was cool, man. You know, all those guys with swords and shields. Did you watch it? Yeah, right? Sparta! Ah! I like it, right? Remember like, that one time they shot all them arrows? They're like, and they all get them shields. I always thought of the devil. I thought of the devil right there. I said, that's a devil right there. Right? He got all these fiery darts. I don't see no fiery darts. I'm talking about within your head. Fiery darts all day long. He's the accuser. But... 
Did you know faith was a shield? Look up there. Leave it up there, Angela. Let them see it because they need to meditate in this. Above all, take the shield of faith where you can quench the fiery darts of the wicked one. So what happens if I don't know how in the head? Okay, here's the deal. Can you imagine going in that kind of like, you know, that kind of whole thing without a shield? Can you imagine being in that movie and you ain't got no shield? You ain't going to make it long in this battle. Here you are running around with the devil, and you ain't got no shield, or you don't know how to use your shield. He's shooting junk at you all day long, and you're over there meditating in your mind about all the nonsense the enemy talks. You're going to die. Oh, the devil's a dirtbag. He's a dirtbag. You want to know, know what I knew was a dirtbag? Uh, that's maybe strong language, but get over it. Right? I had this kid. He was like 15 years old, and he had MS. And I said, okay, and I went to the house. Remember that? I went to the house. And he, his mother came to me, and I said, what happens? He, she said, Pastor Chris, in the middle of the night, he turns blue. He can't breathe. And I said, what happened, man? I said, tell me what happened. He goes, I'm sitting in my bed in the middle of the night, and the devil tells me he's going to kill me. He said, I'm gonna, he told me I'm going to die from this. I got so mad. I got so mad. Oh, my God, I got, I got in the flesh. I said, you son of a gun. I said, what do you do to this kid? He goes, his mother said he turned blue in the middle of the night. He was like dying from the pressure. I said, that's what I knew. He's a dirtbag. He don't play fair. So you don't play fair. You just fight to win. The devil is dirty. He don't fight fair. Tell a little kid like that, you're going to die. I said, that's why I knew it was evil. And I knew that when Jesus said he came to destroy the works of darkness, so do I. That's my job. Destroy darkness. And you sitting over here with darkness, shooting darts, that's you. You're going to destroy darkness. He's shooting darts. Oh, you're a loser. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, you're a this. Ding, ding, ding. He got pictures of your past. Bing, bing, bing. And you over there with no shield, getting hit in the head, believing all this nonsense, walking around like you defeated, even though when you were made victorious. Come on. Lift up your faith shield. I didn't even know I had a faith shield. How's this faith shield work? What is a faith shield? What is faith? How do I know what's going on? And oh, oh, oh. So then I got really kind of wacko, and I said this. This will be great. So in these meetings, I said, if I asked everybody in this room, what is faith, how many different definitions do you think I would have? You'd have more than two dozen. How many different definitions? All right, right now. What's faith? Yeah, keep it in your head. You're a Bible school student. Come on. But you know what I'm saying? You guys know. The Bible school students know. Come on. Yeah, things unseen. That ain't, yeah, where's that? Nowhere. I'm not picking on you, but because I, I love you, but I'm being serious. What does that mean? Sticky, ooey, gooey substance. What do you mean things unseen? I'm not picking on you. That's what I said. Because when I wrote on my paper, when they asked me this question in my mind, I said, well, faith is the substance of things. Yeah, well, where do I get these substance of things to materialize? Look, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mind ninja you today. I'm going to pull apart your goofy thinking and get you to a place. Because I was there. Okay, so let me ask a question. If it pleases God, you walk by it, you live by it, you protect yourself by it, you live your entire life walking by it, how come we cannot clearly identify? So when are you in faith? I don't know. Because I don't know what it is. And I'm not mad, I'm excited. <laughs> and you see people waiting. And nothing's going to change. Because how do I know whether I'm in it or not? And this ain't my pet peeve. This is the reality. So I, start, I said, bump it. You know what I got to do? Dig, man. I got to dig. What did he say? And then he started answering. Faith is two places. I said, here we go. Come on, tell me where it is at. Show me. And then I said, what did Jesus say about it? What did Jesus say about it? Because you only got to get one point. Okay? Because it's going to help you today. Because once you know how to talk, it works the same way all the time. Works the same way. You've been, doing, you've been using, listen to me, man. You've been using faith all your life. Just not faith in one arena, maybe faith in a different arena. Like you, okay? You're doing the concrete, right? I don't know jack about concrete. If I go hang out with you for six months, I'm going to learn something about concrete. I don't know about tile, man. But guess what? If I go hang out with you for six months, I'm going to learn a little bit more about tile. Anything you do, come on, think about this, right? I don't know nothing about this, but if I hang out with you, you're going to teach me how to do it. Guess what? It's worked all your life. You just got to get it to work in one arena better than the other. So this is what I want to know. If I please God and it protect myself and I live by it and I walk by it, what is it? 
What's faith? Because here's the thing. If I don't know what it is, how do I know whether I'm in it or not? So now it's like shooting craps. 50-50 prayer life because maybe this works, maybe it don't. No, no, no. It's a law. And laws work the same. Gravity. You can defy gravity with gas in a plane for only so long. But gravity is not changing. You don't see gravity. Do you see gravity? No. But try to defy the laws of gravity, you fall like a rock out of a building. Hello? Just because you don't see it doesn't mean it's not there. Faith's realm, you might not see it, but it's there. Once you understand the laws of it, you can operate in it. So then I got excited. I said, what did Jesus say about it? And he said, let's go. We're on a journey now. Look at Matthew chapter 9. I'm going to show you two places where you see it, and you're going to understand it, and you're going to understand it, and you're going to operate it. And then all month long, we're going to talk about it. I'm going to show you how to load it. I'm going to show you how to release it. I'm going to show you how to walk by it, talk by it, live by it, defeat the enemies that come against it. And by the time you're done, you're going to be glowing in the dark with all this stuff. Boom. Yeah, you are, because you're going to be, and you ain't going to change. Yeah, I don't want to do this. See, everybody wanted to go to country club church. I pick on that thing, because it ain't church, it's a club. I don't pick on it like I care. You don't have to sit in this environment, but in this environment, I'm going to work your mind. I'm going to work your mind, work your spirit, take you to another level. I'm going to work your head over, man. I'm going to renew your mind. I'm going to work you. Bro, it's work. You know, guys that like to go to work, don't you like to go to work? I love getting up and going to work. All, right? All you lazy people ain't going to like this because you're, you're naturally lazy and you're spiritually lazy. And I'm not rebuking you. I love you. But if you come in this atmosphere and you're like, this is too much for me, you spiritually lazy. You understand what I just said? Did you understand what I said? I'm not rebuking nobody. I love you, but you're spiritually lazy. And you better get unspiritually lazy because your enemy don't play fair. You understand? So I did the work. You just eat the food I put on the table. You understand what I'm saying? You pay me. I love this. You pay me to do this. And I ain't cheap. I'm bringing it, man. Just eat what I put in front of you. You ever go somewhere and eat? That's the thing I hate. Anywhere I go in the world, they put it in front of me, I'm going to eat it. Why? Because somebody prepared it. Just eat it. Just do what I'm telling you to do. It's going to work. It works the same all the time, every time. You know what I mean? You might not like my deliveries. Some people, I, I had all these people come here today from South Carolina. They were so cute. Weren't that all those people cute? They were all cute. I think I scared some of them. <laughs> I do. I really do. I was like, I think the one guy was scared, but he, he just ran out the door. He's like, hello, thank you, bye. He ran. The other guy stood. It was Okay. They were cute, man. They were all cute. They were cool people. Man. I was like, I think I scared some of them. Well, hey, you know what? You're only visiting. Praise God. Look at here. Okay. Look at that Matthew one. And when Jesus departed, let's read the Bible. Don't you love the word? Yeah. And when Jesus departed thence, two blind men following him said, hey, son of David, have mercy on us. Two what? Blind. Look what he said. And when he was coming to the house... Blind men came, and Jesus said to them, you believe that I'm able to do this? Do you believe that I can do this? They said, yes, Lord, we believe. He touched their eyes and said, according to your faith, beat unto you. Woo! You believe I can do this? According to your faith, be it unto you. You believe I can do this? Do you believe? Blind man came. Jesus said, hey, hey, you're asking me for something, but do you believe I can do it? They said, we believe. Then he said, according to your faith, be it unto you. Look at my buddy Thomas. Let's go find Thomas. How many feel like Thomas sometimes? You know what I mean? You get a little bit shaky with your belief. You know, like, come on. Thomas getting picked on in Peter. Nobody gets picked on more than Peter, right? Peter's going to get mad at us when we go to heaven. Like, why are you all picking on me? But Thomas, one of the 12, called Didymus, was what with them when Jesus came? So you all know the story, right? Jesus basically rose from the dead, and he comes, and he walks through the wall, and he comes to see the disciples. But you got to think about this in modern day. It'd be like me and Keith and Jerry. You know, we're hanging out. Jeff, we're hanging out. Bob, we're hanging out. And all of a sudden, I left. Hey, man, what's up, guys? I come back. They're like, you ain't going to believe it. Jesus just came. I'd be like, Heather, did Jesus really come? Because you know these jokers are lying about something. Come on, I'm just kidding. Come on. Did he really come? Heather would be like, yeah, he came. I ain't believing it. That's what happened with Thomas. He's like, I don't believe it. So you got to put it in modern day. These guys weren't like 
space cadets. It's like me and you hanging out all the time, B. Me and you were hanging out, and you, I come back, and you guys all said, Jesus came when you were gone. Yeah, okay, right. Jesus really came. I'm telling you, bro, he came. Yeah, I ain't believing it. You know what I mean? So put it in modern day, understanding, like, this wasn't like they were like nobody they knew. They were their friends. You know what I'm saying? So this guy's really stretched almost in a thing like going like, I'm not, I'm not believing. Thomas, one of the 12, quote this, was not when Jesus came. And look what he said. The other disciples therefore said to him, we've seen the Lord. But he said unto him, baloney, except I shall see in his hands the print of the nails and put my finger into the print of them nails and thrust my hand to his side. I will not, I'm not believing. I'm not what? I'm not believing nothing. Okay, good. 26, Jesus comes. And after eight days, how many of Jesus is cool? Again, his disciples were with, and he said what? Thomas. And Thomas was with them, then came Jesus. Doors being shut, stood in the midst, peace be unto you. He's walking through walls again. Jesus is like, cool. You know what I mean? He don't use the door. You know what I mean? He just walks through the wall like, hey, here I am. Boom, cool. He like, cool. I can't, you know, I don't want to go right away, but when we get to heaven, ain't it going to be cool? Can you imagine Jesus walking through the wall like, hey, what's up? I'm here. Like, whoa, stop doing that freaky stuff, Jesus. <laughs> Wouldn't you be like, dude, come through the door, man. You're freaking me out, bro. <laughs> Walking on water, I'm scared. <laughs> Look like a ghost. <laughs> come through the wall. Some of you are like, man, praise be to God. I want to hang out with Jesus, right? After eight days, again, the disciples were there. He said, stood in the end, and peace be still. Yeah, you think? <laughs> Come walking through the wall. You better have some peace. Be tripping out, right? 27. Then said he to Thomas. Called him out, man. Joker knew he was done. Hey, Thomas. Can you imagine it? You'd be like, oh, he's in trouble. Or you'd be like, Tommy, Tommy got called out. Look, Tommy got to get called out. Jesus got, ah. right? Can you imagine? You got to be normal, right? You're, like, you're going to get rebuked. <laughs> I would have been laughing, you know, like, you're in trouble. Jesus is going to get you. Right? What did Jesus say? He said, hey, Thomas, come here. He said, yeah. He said, reach into thy finger and behold my hands. Take your other hand and thrust it into my side. Don't be faithless. Be believing. And Thomas answered and said unto him, My Lord and my God. Look at the next verse. Jesus said to him, Thomas, because you've seen me, you believe. But blessed are they that don't see and believe. Go back up to 27. I want you to see something. Be not faithless, but be believing. Crazy thing is this. All throughout the Bible, you see Jesus do this. Do you believe me? According to your faith. Do you have faith? Then you believe. Do you believe? It equals your faith. And it's there. And you found it. What's faith? Simply what you believe Write it down. Faith is simply what you believe. But now here's the problem. Where did you establish your beliefs from? Because if your beliefs are not established from the word of God, then you're governed by your flesh, and your flesh isn't safe. I don't think that. Well, guess what? You better find out what God said. So how do I know my beliefs are even in the right place? My beliefs are simply my faith, and my faith is my belief. So what is believing? Or what is faith? So what is faith? He should now say, what is faith? Faith is my beliefs. Faith is simply what you believe. That's all it is. That's all it is. That's all faith is. Faith is simply what you believe. That's all it is. You understand? Faith is simply what you believe. But here's the key. What do you believe? And what form that belief? That's why you go to church. What do you mean what form you believe? If we don't know what form you believe, because think about this. Either the word of God forms your belief or your flesh forms your belief. And then your beliefs are kind of working on your mind. You're saying, you're doing, you're releasing. Everything over here and your actions is based upon a belief. 
if your beliefs are not formed from the word of God, they're not safe. Why? Because they don't line up. So where does faith come from? Faith comes from hearing and hearing by the word of God. But here's the problem. If you don't accept the word of God as truth when you hear it, guess what you're living on? You're governing your flesh. Everybody's system of faith works the same way. But the problem is this. If we figure out what you believe, we can figure out where your actions are at. I can tell you exactly why people are thinking, saying, doing what they're doing. I got to go back and find their beliefs and tell you why the problems are in their life. Because here's the thing. You got to realize your beliefs govern your think, say, and do. If your think, say, and do's off, we got to go backwards and understand where did you form truth. Because if you're not forming your truth based upon the word of God solely and that's it, you're going to be carnal. This is how you change people's lives. So now watch this. What do you mean? So faith is simply what you believe. So now what do you believe? That's your faith. Now here's the key. Well, before you're going to get to releasing beliefs, because everybody says, I want to talk. You can't talk till you load it. Look at Romans 10. Go to Romans 10, 9. I'll jump ahead just a little bit. Are you getting this? We just got to get one point driven home. Faith's what I believe. What do I believe? Where are your beliefs formed from? Better be the word of God. Okay, let's just say this. Let's just say, let's just say this. I don't believe that you have to believe in your heart and confess with your mouth to be saved. I believe that, but some people don't. If you don't believe that, what are your actions going to be? You ain't going to be saying what God said. Therefore, you cannot get saved. Even though salvation is free for you. Until the word of God becomes your truth, it doesn't work in your life. The moment you decide to choose what God chose, guess what you start doing? You start governing your life based upon the word of God. Why does one guy's life look different than another guy? He's fully governed by the word of God where someone else isn't. So what's the key to success? How moved by the word of God are you to belief system that you actually govern your life by your beliefs? See how easy this is? Want to see where it gets hard? The moment you become carnal and start thinking your ways are different. I don't have to do that to get that. Yeah, you do, because that's not what God said. See, here's the problem. You can't break the cycle of life until you choose to what? Accept the word of God to be the truth in your life. Look at Romans 10, it'll make sense. That if thou shalt confess with the mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be, watch 10, 10. For with the heart man does what? Believes on the what? And then what happens? The mouth confessions unto salvation. So what the heart man believes on the what? Right standing with God. Beliefs. Your belief system. Your belief system is right standing with God. What happens if you don't have right standing with God? I'm still saved. I'm still righteous. I'm still, yeah, but you can't get the word of God to work. Where you don't have agreement with God and his word, you do not have release. That word salvation is not salvation go to heaven. It's soteria, deliverance, power, provision, everything you need in life. So where your heart is not lined up with your mouth, with the words of your mouth that line up with God's word, you can't release power. You got dunamis in you, miracle work and power. So I'm saying? So people, until your beliefs agree with the word of God, you can't release nothing. I'm jumping ahead, but are you getting what I'm saying? All you got to get today is this. Faith is simply what I believe. Where are my beliefs for? Okay, I don't understand that. What's your belief about money? Quiet in here. I believe all my needs are met according to his riches and glory. Good. So does God. What's your belief about healing? Well, you know, the doctor said, yeah, I know, but by his stripes you're healed. What's your belief about restoration? God said what? He gave you the ministry of restoration. You could restore anything. See, here's what it is. We got to go to the truth and now start governing that truth. Here's what problems. You didn't have a problem with faith. You know what you had a problem with? Rejection. You got in faith. But the problem is this, you didn't see nothing change in the scene realm for three weeks, and you quit on it, and you started all over thinking I didn't do it right to begin with, but you did it right the first time, you just didn't know how the laws of it operate. Oh, you don't like it? It's going to get worse, so hang on. Buckle up, buttercup. Here we go. Every prayer you prayed more than once, unbelief was found in all of it. That's tough. Why? And want to know why you pray prayers more than once? I don't know if I had faith to release the first time, so I just kept praying the same stuff over and over and thought, maybe one day it hit the jackpot in heaven and something will work. Are we working now? Now we're grinding. 
Now we're grinding. Pastor Chris, you going to back up on it? Not a day in my life. Why? Because I know if I release faith, I believed I received when I prayed, I ain't going to back up on it. Here's the problem with people. You thought it took faith to form it? It took no faith to form it. All it took was hearing. You thought it took a lot of faith to release it? Baloney. All you had to do was get it coming out of your mouth. It's going to take more faith to hang on to it. And that's what nobody thinks. God told me, he said, it's going to take more faith after you release it to hang on to it than it is going to be to get this thing working. I know it's true. Nobody tells you that. Well, how long do I got? Faith and patience, baby. And don't even worry about it. Just hang on. But here's the thing. You want to know why we quit on it and start over? I guess nothing happened. Nothing changed in the scene realm. How long is this supposed to take? I guess the, who cares? Who cares? As long as you know you got it wired right, just hang on. Faith simply what you believe. Now, where are your beliefs formed? From what you see? No. From what you believe from that word. And then don't let nobody take it. Because you could trust God. God is not a man that he shall lie. He doesn't lie about nothing. I didn't, my friends didn't get it. Your friends didn't know what they were doing. Okay? That's not rude. You got to get that. Because sometimes you got to get shook like that. Because, you know, we prayed they died. What do you want me to tell you? Something wasn't wired right. It works. It's a law. It's gravity a law. Faith's a law. Okay? That's hard to say, man. But I don't care. I love you. I got to tell you the truth. You know what I'm saying? Don't you quit on this stuff just because it didn't look like it worked. If it didn't work, we didn't know what we were doing. But guess what? Now we know. My faith is what I believe, and my beliefs need to be formed from the Word of God. I'll teach you how to release it as we get in this, but right now we just got to know, where do I form my beliefs? From the Word of God. Because if it's not the Word of God, guess what it is? Your flesh. Your opinion of it. And if you got your flesh forming your opinions, guess what you got? Carnal. You hear? Did you pull it in? Did you see it? Did you see it? So go like this, right? Say, my beliefs, they're going to eventually teach my character how to respond. Thinking, saying, do it. You, you, you got right beliefs, you'll, you'll eradicate wrong thinking. If you don't have right beliefs, you'll entertain lies from the enemy. This is how you renew your mind. What did God say you are? You ain't going to believe lies about you if you knew who God said you are. And if you're governed by your beliefs, every time a lie comes in, you're going to lift that shield up and quench that fiery dart. See it? Now, we got what's forming your belief system? Better be the word of God. Otherwise, it's going to be you. Well, I don't think it's that big a deal to go to church. Okay. That's not what God said, but I'm not picking your attendance. Please hear me. I don't think it's that big a deal. Uh, believe in religion. It is. It's huge. Think. Where'd it come from? See? This is where it all breaks down. So build it like this. Okay? Just so you can get this, right? This will help you. I'll stand over here. This is your whole entire life, and I'm done. Okay? I got to have my beliefs. Whatever I believe forms my thinking, saying, doing, governing, my mouth, my thoughts, my life, my actions, my decisions. My beliefs need to be formed from the Word of God. If they're not formed from the Word of God, you're going to be jacked up because now you're going to have your own human intellect interfering here and go, I don't think it's a big deal to do this. Well, wait a minute now. What's it going to do? It's going to govern my life, and therefore what? I'm not really in faith. You're stuck in unbelief because unless you're stuck in the Word of God, that's all you got. So where'd that belief come from? Better come from the word of God. Now, how do you become a doer of the word? Remember we talked about this, doer of the word business? You just govern the rest of your life by your beliefs. Now, some of you, your beliefs are jacked up. That's why you go to church. What's your belief about those things I said? Well, I don't know about that healing thing. You got to go get scriptures about healing. You go get 1 Peter 2.24, by his stripes you were healed. Acts 10.38, how God anointed Jesus in Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power. Went about doing good and healed all those oppressed of the devil. Sickness and diseases, the devil's oppression. Now I'm feeding on healing. See what I'm saying? And then you got to go get accumulation of knowledge to tip your scale. And the more word person you become, the more governing you'll have. 
But all you got to leave here with today is faith is simply what I believe. Now, how do you got to do? You got to make sure your beliefs line up with the word of God, not your opinion. You got that? So what do you got to have that? How do I get? All right, guys, how do you think I get my beliefs to line up with, with, with faith? By the word. So what's the word of God say about it? Okay, I don't understand what you're saying, Pastor, because you're confusing. What's the word of God say about your marriage? Everything you need to know is in there. Husbands love your wife. Wife submit to your husband. Children obey your parents. Let's go. You don't need any rocket scientists. Google it for crying out loud. It'll tell you right in Google. What am I supposed to do my, uh, everybody, what my, my body? He says, by your stripes you're healed. Call those things that be not as though they were. What do he say about your money? What do he say about your mind? What do he say about this? What do he say? Oh, love. No, love like you think love is, is not 1 Corinthians 13, agape love. Go find out what love says. And then go, okay, that's what love says. How about forgiveness? I ain't forgiving that joker. Guess what? You got to forgive by faith. Your feelings will catch up. We just did some podcast stuff. It's phenomenal. Watch it. You get your life, as, this is what you do. You take your life, and you get the word of God, and you get as close to that thing as you can, and just stay close. And your belief systems now start becoming formed by the word of God, and the next thing you know, your beliefs will start being governed. So here's the thing. So say I'm believing God for healing. What did I, now, this is how you act it, because some of you ain't going to have next week, and I got to get this to you, because I, I feel like I cannot release this till I go. I'm not coming back, Pastor Chris. Okay, so how do I do this? Simple. You ready for this? You find... The word of God for what you're believing for, and you don't leave it. After you agree with it, you release it with words. I'm going to show you how to do it. Load it. But here's the key. If I say by his stripes I'm healed, that same belief system from faith that got this thing going, I could strengthen my belief system from there on out. But you ain't got to pray over and over. You just got to go back. When you got a day you feel pain, and you go, I feel that pain. I don't know if it left. By your stripes, I know I'm healed. You got to revisit the strengthening fact of that day, not go back and start the process all over again. Because if you believe you received when you prayed, you are what? A thanker now. This is how this works. So I don't know if I want to do all that. Then you don't want none of these promises. There ain't no other way. I just showed you the law. If we had a guy that knew electricity in here, he will tell you the laws of the positive and the negative. You're electrician, right? That's who he is. That your brother's here. Right? He electrician. Okay? That joker worked with 220, 110. He don't care. You see what I'm saying? He leave, you leave all those wires out, don't you? I, I freak out. They got them all open and stuff. They do stuff. Wires hanging out all over the place. They touching stuff. They ain't scared. Why? They know the laws of electricity. I don't know the first law. All I know is you touch it, you get zapped. I ain't touching it. But once you understand the laws of it, what do you do? Just make it work. See what I'm saying? Faith's the same way. Make it work. And don't get, and don't get, don't get defeated because it didn't work last time. Last time you didn't know what you were doing. I'm not being mean. You didn't know what you were doing. You didn't know the laws of it. Okay, so Pastor Chris, how do I do it? You get that promise from God, quick. Got that promise. Take that promise. You sit in there. You meditate in that thing a little bit. You got to meditate in it because observing of doing comes from meditation. So you meditate in it. By a stripes, I'm healed. By his stripes, I'm healed. See him by his stripes, healed. Acts 10, 38. God anointed God. Got him. Healed him. Got him healed. Got him healed. 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 I'm loading it up. Two or three witnesses. Two or three witnesses. Go find another. All those children of Israel, they left. They nothing. Their clothes didn't wear out. And they all, none of them walked out feeble. They got healed. Everybody got healed. I understand healing. Healing, healing, healing. Eat some healing. So we have four or five scriptures. I'm, okay, I feel good now. You feel like you healed? Did you convince yourself? Did you persuade yourself? I'm persuaded internally. Good. Then what do you do? Thank you, Father, that by 1 Peter 2.24, I know that I'm healed by your stripes. I believe it and I see it. I release it right now. 12.04 on whatever today's date. That's it. I'm healed. I believe that I received. Right? I receive it. Go away. Boom. Two weeks from now, you got a crick in your neck, an ache in your back. Don't you go back thinking nothing what you see. What do you go back to? 12.04 on the 9th or whatever today is, right? Six, second, third, whatever it did. Two, two day, two, right? Two. I believed I received when I prayed. Thank you, Father, that I believed I received when I prayed. Boom. Next week comes by. Three weeks, four weeks, six months, six, six days, 60 days, 600 days. I don't care. I believed I received when I prayed. When did you believe you received? On July 2nd, 12.04. 
You go back to that and you thank God for what you got. One day you're going to wake up and what's going to happen? Boom, there it is. And then when you say, I got it. It's got to work. See what I'm saying? How long do I got to stay? Man, Brother Norville told me one time, he says, God ain't got no watch. What's time mean? Faith doesn't do nothing for time. Besides what? Settle it. Now. You got to believe you receive now. Come on, you got this. I worked your mind, amen? But this is how it works. Now we're going to go back and we're going to do this all month long. I'm going to give you another element, another element. And this stuff will stick. And you go back, you listen a little bit, listen a little bit, listen a little bit, you get more of it, all right? Let me pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, these guys did great. That's a lot of work. Father, these guys did great. Thank you, Lord, for leading them, guiding them, helping them, let them see and let them know greater than ever before. And, Father, I just thank you that today supernatural faith is being birthed in them like never before. Let them see and know how faith works and operates, and let the kingdom of heaven manifest in their life each and every day of their life. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen. And if you'll just keep your heads bowed and your eyes closed for just a moment, just everyone in this room. You know, Pastor Chris just shared that scripture that said if you believe in your heart and you confess with your mouth, then you will be saved. And some of you in this room today have never prayed that prayer. You've never asked Jesus to be the Lord of your life. And I want to give you that opportunity right now. Maybe you've prayed that, maybe you say, I prayed that prayer, but I'm not living like that now. I, Jesus is not the Lord of my life. Well, right now, it's your opportunity to say, that's me. I want to give my life back to you. So if everyone could just keep your heads bowed, keep your eyes closed, don't look around, just let everybody have this moment between them and Jesus. And if that's you today and you say you want to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, whether for the first time or whether it's, again, you want to rededicate your life to him, would you just raise your hand and say, that's me this morning? Just say, that's me this morning. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want him to be my Lord. I want him to be my Savior. Thank you. You can put your hands down. And if we could just all say this together, say, dear Jesus, I do believe in my heart that you are the Son of God. And I confess with my mouth right now that you are Lord. I ask you to come into my life. Forgive me of my sins. And from this day forward, I choose you. I choose to live for you. I choose to serve you as my Lord and my Savior. In Jesus' name I pray. And everyone said amen and amen. Come on and rejoice this morning. If you prayed that prayer for the first time and you want more information about what you just did, feel free to go to the Relevant Lounge and someone will be there. Well, it's time to have a picnic. If you guys, we're going to be right out front. We love you. God bless you. You're dismissed and we'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarnum. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, you can visit us at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. Thanks for listening.